Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. American Godcast, the podcast about stars as American gods. We're going to discuss the show from a god's point of view. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Oh, God damn it, Pete. Uh, I'm Alex. I'm Justin, and Pete's a shitty, <laughs> shitty god. God of shit. I'm, yeah, no, I'm a, not a god. That's listen, why I don't here's pretend the thing to be is, one. Pete, you are a nice guy. You're a shitty god. Yeah, um, yeah, I would want to say god. that for years. Yeah, not a I feel like I would maybe sacrifice half a sandwich for you, but that's pretty much it. Don't you think like all the like animals that live in your apartment think of you as a god? I, I think <laughs> they think of him as a Disney princess. Uh, that's true. Oh, the stuffed animals. I'm talking yes. about all, all the ants. <laughs> no, it's like that. They, all uh, the ants. Yeah, Pete's place time, is crawling with ants. Every time Pete starts no singing, ants, ants start crawling up his arms and putting on his clothes. Yeah. Pete's life's a picnic, and he's got he's crawling with ants. Yeah, oh, I man. love that song, by the way. The "My Life Is a Picnic" song that you sang the other day. Oh, great! My life is a picnic. I'm waiting for my prince. My name is Pete, and I live on a fence. <laughs> that's really good. I like it, sort of jazzy. It's more up tempo than a lot of the Disney Disney songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're the god of scatman. <laughs> yeah, Louis Armstrong. I can't believe he, he co sings it. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, Justin, it's good to have you back after one episode off talking about American Gods. Real quick, how'd you feel about last week's episode before we get into this week's? Uh, it was interesting. Well, the opening uh, sequence I thought was, uh, I liked the content of it. This is the animated sequence. The animated right? sequence, yes. Yeah. It did feel a bit disjointed. I prefer the live action sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, sort of mixed on that. And then the episode felt uh, I would have been curious to argue with Pete about it because you got your answers about Laura, but it was sort of a lot of sitting around. Yeah, uh, it was. But it was he held strong, which I was happy with. He was like, no, get away from me. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, cool. Let's move on to this week's episode yeah. then, because a lot of big revelations happened, I think, this week after we got past. The Laura thing. We talked a little bit about how last week we set up the antagonists on the show. To me, at least, it feels like as good as the guys get on this show, they're bringing the good guys together, or at mm-hmm. least setting the stage on their side, uh, uh, pretty much. Uh, but at the same time, it again, it felt like a disjointed episode to me. There's a lot of stuff going on. There wasn't quite the strong focus of the first couple of episodes. It's a middle chapter, so I get that. But at the same time... I don't know. I, I'm starting to feel a little mixed about the show. How about I, you guys? I, I was happy that this is the episode where Shadow Moon finally wakes up and is like, hey, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I mean, come on. It so- only took a little tree cut, tree infection in his gut to make him be like, you know what? This is this is a weird yeah, day it's, I'm having. It's a, it was pretty late in the game for him to start questioning uh, Wednesday, but I'm glad it finally happened. 
Uh, and I, I literally hate when you ask somebody a question and then they're like, oh, if I tell you, you wouldn't believe me. That, that line of dialogue that always seems to happen in movies mm-hmm. or in TV shows drives me insane. My favorite one is there's no time. I'll explain on the way. Yeah. Which in that amount of time you probably could have explained. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, on the way is a terrible time to explain things. Right. <laughs> Someone's yeah. driving. And so, you got to focus on the road. The other right. person's probably giving directions. Yeah, yeah. If they're a good navigator. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the other guy is, or whatever app you choose to use. Yeah. The other guy is probably doing the inventory of the snacks. Yeah. You got to count the snacks so then you can split them up because you don't want one person to not get enough chips. That's why every bag of chips I get, I open it and separate them into two separate containers with equal amounts of sour cream and onion spices. Oh, okay. Wow, that's oh, a lot of work, You separate out man. the spices? Spice, you put the sour spice, cream spice, brother. And the onion. Now I know why you're late all the time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, you should a... go on a road trip with me. It's meticulous. Oh, that's exactly what that's I That's the like most fun trip. way to describe it. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I, I agree with you. On uh, this. Sorry, just real quick. I'm surprised he's the guy with ants. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant um, his uh, parents' sister. Oh, his place right. is drawing with okay. like relatives. Oh, wow. It's it, disgusting. What a, what a lovely family, dude. <laughs> They're very strong. They can, his ants can lift seven times their body weight. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, do we want to talk <laughs> about jacked ants? Do you want to take a little bit of a step back and talk about the beginning of the episode? <laughs> yes, oh, I think this is perfect. Well, actually, I want to take two steps back for a summary of it. Okay, um, then I, can we take two steps forward because <laughs> opposites attract? Yes, let's definitely do that. Oh, we got to get Cool Which Cat. Which one of us is <laughs> We got to get DJ Cool Cat on, on this, this show. podcast, yeah. absolutely. Um, he loves American gods. He doesn't say much, but man, that guy can dance. He is the god of dance. Hey, uh, so make your fucking so, point. Uh, I feel like the last episode is where we're like, it was sort of a sort of line in the sand episode. It's right. like we're using capital G gods uh, as a descriptor now. It's new gods versus the old gods. And in this episode, there's a lot of uh, pointing toward that. But there's a lot more mystery when we haven't really settled a lot of mysteries from the first half of the season. So I feel like that's why it's disjointed. It's like, wait, what's happening? Who's doing what? Mm-hmm. Motivations shift a lot. Like in Matt Sweeney, it's easy. He wants a coin. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> dead, dead wife, as he calls her, yeah, like she's awesome. like it confused, doesn't know what she wants, doesn't know where she's going literally. So like, I think that's why it feels disjointed. And mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. It's not the strength of the Laura standalone episode was we got a great story out of it. And this, mm-hmm. it feels very like wandry. The other thing that's confusing is coming from the perspective as a book reader, even though I know our listeners are slamming me because clearly I don't remember the book as well as I think I do. I agree. I don't remember it. Yeah. But uh, this stuff is totally different. This episode, totally different. And things are getting mixed around and they're changed. Things are happening earlier. Things that never happened in the book are happening on the show, which is all fine and all good. But... It's weird to watch. It's very different from, say, Game of Thrones, where they'd riff a little bit to the side and then come back and join the main narrative. Yeah. You're getting things that potentially change the narrative entirely, and I have no idea where they're going to go at this point. It's a good thing you brought up Game of Thrones, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to follow your logic. <laughs> Once again, I, I can't yeah. believe I have to say this every single week. You can relate things to other things. It's okay. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Or yeah. you can just describe what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like how you're covered with ants and uh, you were compared to both a picnic and a Disney princess. It's the yeah. same sort of thing. And that's useful, useful conversation. <laughs> no one would argue with that. Yeah. Uh, so we kick off the episode um, at uh, with a border crossing. Yeah. And it's, we get our classic coming to America, uh, the little uh, quill signing the parchment. Um, this one was, it was odd, though. It was very modern. 
Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was, I liked the stakes of it. I liked what was happening. And it was like, you know, when they were making their way, you're like, I know something's going to happen. And it was very interesting the way it unfolded. Well, it unfolded with, and you guys would know more about this than I would as a Jew, but oh, Jesus, Jesus, is that who that guy oh, was? Jesus. It yeah. was. Jesus. It was, yeah, it was Jesus. Je- the Jesus. Jesus. The Jesus? Yep. It was the Jesus from the Coen Brothers uh, yeah. film franchise. Oh, okay. So. Oh, the uh, John Turturro character. Exactly. Yeah. The Great. Jesus. From the Big Lebowski. Now, is it weird to you then that he didn't have his bowling ball? Yeah, I think we were going to get to it before he was horribly yeah. murdered. <laughs> yeah, before he was murdered uh, again. So, I, uh, I think this is an interesting, this opening sequence was like super depressing. <laughs> to me, uh, people desperately trying to uh, cross the border. A bunch of um, uh, border uh, seemed like militia type people uh, show up in their their big trucks and just start shooting them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do have uh, the introduction of of Jesus or a Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we. Why do you mean a Jesus? Why can't it be the Jesus? Well, we've talked uh, in the show. They've talked about um, different Jesuses, uh, oh, different interpretations they did. They did, yeah. of. Uh, of Jesus. So I feel like this is uh, some sort of uh, Latin America or South American Jesus, I guess you could say. Right. Uh, and I don't know. The show doesn't explicitly state that, but they did say there are different Jesuses. And I feel it's weird, though. I feel like crossing into the, one of these more modern major religions, mm-hmm. it, it's a little, uh, it's hard. It's different. It feels different from other gods we've met where these religions are mostly dead to now be dealing with a religion that a lot of people still believe in. Oh, so you it bothered you because it was talking about your religion a little bit. I'm not uh, I'm not that. I don't believe in um, some sort of uh, sandal walking on water Jesus. Uh, so I think... All right, wow, don't shoot down somebody's Jesus. I'm not shooting... The, I'm not like shooting you, down... It seems like you were the guy in the monster truck no. unloading all of his bullets onto somebody else's Jesus. I'm not... <laughs> your own personally but I, that that was interesting like the guys shooting the guns we never see their faces but we see they have crosses they yeah. are they believe in the same god yet yeah. they're shooting yeah, the was, same it jesus was very powerful or a diff- i think the point though is they believe in a different jesus and this is the jesus coming with the people into america all i'm saying is it's weird in the show uh all these other gods which are major characters in a lot of different fictions and stories we we read in comic books and whatever to be dealing with jesus like and Jesus rarely shows up in comic books. I feel like that's uh, in a lot of like stories. He teamed up with Spider-Man that one time. Yeah, yeah man. What a crazy quest. They yeah, they on. fought Dr. Doom. And the devil. Yeah. <laughs> they lost. Yeah. That was uh, pretty crazy. But uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think it is interesting. And I think that is, to your point, getting to their point, that we're starting to bridge into the modern era and find out where the difference really is between these old gods and these new gods, and that it's not really that different, that it's continuous, that we constantly create our new gods. It's a constant cycle of these things. But even from my Jewish perspective, I I agree with you that it's strange seeing Jesus in this context because we're able to look at a leprechaun or some of the other gods, Anubis, Anansi, as, oh, these are storybooks. These are things that we read. We can separate ourselves from them. Jesus is, whether you believe in Jesus or not, so tied into everything that happens in America in the modern era that it's impossible to divorce yourself from your emotional feelings about Jesus in the same way you probably don't have emotional feelings about a leprechaun. Unless you really like Lucky Charms. I wasn't pulled out of the story. But, uh, I was happy that we got Jesus. Well, let me ask you, are you at all religious? 
Uh, I mean, I believe in I believe in God. Do you believe in Jesus? Uh, I believe in God. Yeah. So wasn't it weird then to see? <laughs> no, I was happy that he finally made showed up because we're talking about gods, and I'm like, all right, good, we got a little Jesus. But in so, there. so let me ask you though, if you believe this is a religion you believe in, right? Isn't it weird to be like, oh, that's my guy, and he just got lit up by no, these because, random dudes? I mean, you know, you're getting a touch of all the gods of different gods, and there's more to come, which I'm excited to see. So it's fun to be like, oh yeah, there's Jesus. Let me ask you this: How did you feel when you were watching Bruce Almighty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Jim Carrey. So. All right, what about Evan Almighty? Terrible. That movie was trash. <laughs> <laughs> that offended me on a religious. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm. At, that's what I'm trying to get at is when is Evan Almighty going to finally show up on American Gods? <laughs> uh, I'd feel like to to your point. I like I have a lot of relatives that are born again Christians, mm-hmm. and I feel like they'd be like fine with this show up until like Jesus showed up. Then be like, this is I can't watch this. This is bad. This we need to protest this. And I think it's but interesting. It was, it was exactly the Jesus that we know. He was sacrificing himself for yeah. the people. He's trying to help. I, I do got think shot the fuck it up. is interesting to put yourself in those shoes, which in this case are your own shoes, and then think about, I know this is contradicting what I just said, but there are people out there that believe in jinn, who believe in leprechauns, who believe in whatever Mr. Wednesday is that maybe we'll get to a little later on in the show and all of these other gods that have those beliefs. There's far fewer people who believe in those old gods, but they do have that emotional connection that way and do have a reaction to it from seeing those, I hesitate to say characters, but characters depicted on screen, you know? So it is interesting. And I think that, again, was the point of showing Jesus and later on having Mad Sweeney talk about Jesus is to bridge that gap in people's minds. And I think that's really cool and it points to a larger question about the shows, I guess, thematically. Like, that, so that Jesus was helping to usher these... Uh, these immigrants into into America right. did a bad job, by the way. Didn't that's what I'm saying? Not a powerful Jesus. That well, Jesus we, got lit up. Yeah, but we don't know. I mean, then it cut away. We don't know what happened. You don't know if Jesus came back to life and had like a couple Uzis and took everybody out. Yeah, I guess that's the way the Bible went. Yeah, I'm more interested now about your religious beliefs, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> For the only guy here who's like hard repping their religion, you're like, yeah, this fucking guy's a radical. Yeah, you, know, you do realize that Jesus and the Punisher are two different uh, Maybe in your religion. In hmm. fact, Jesus' whole thing was, hey, let's turn the other cheek, which is not with yeah, the gun. Yeah, this is a new updated Jesus. So, yeah. But anyway, my, my point is, was the the guys who were doing the shooting who also were holding crosses their Jesus or their religion is more powerful than than these is that immigrants? What you took away from it? Well, I think that's a question that's posed. Like they're they're holding their religious icon, they're worshiping, and they shoot. They mm-hmm. to- defeat this other god. Right. In last week's episode, it was about a god defeating but another they god. Didn't and know they god- were shooting Jesus. It's not like they were like, "Fuck you, Jesus." I think. I think Justin's point, and this ties into the end of the episode, and we are really jumping around here, but this episode really is all about weapons, right? And the weapons yeah. that we wield, whether they're verbal weapons or whether they're actual guns, and I think given that we don't see their faces and we only see their guns, it's pretty clear that they are. Their God is guns. Their God yeah. is weapons. And this is pointing again to later in the episode, but there was a one shot of uh, a bullet, I think, either being loaded or coming out with Vulcan written on it. Right. Yeah. In that opening sequence. Yeah. Interesting. I guess we'll have to find out whose side Jesus is really on. Yeah. 
Um, but I think because that's what I think a lot of this show is about. Where, by the way, it's the driver's side because Jesus took the wheel. Yeah, Jesus. No, I think Jesus reached across from the passenger side to take the wheel. Oh, you think Jesus was driving the whole thing? The if whole you fucked time. up to get in your car and drive from the passenger seat until it's like, hey, Jesus, you mind taking the wheel for a second? <laughs> I gotta, uh, I gotta separate these chips into two yeah. separate piles. And then you look down and you only see one set of tire tracks because that's how he was driving you. Because <laughs> he was on a motorcycle. Oh, the whole sweet! Time. And you were on a sidecar. <laughs> yeah. Cool, Jesus, he pulls out the Uzis. And then he's all like... I'm glad you casually worked that in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I should mention this episode is brought to you by Mountain Dew Do SA. Do the Do SA. Brought to you by Eagles. The, 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 official like drink, the official drink of the guys in the trucks that shot <laughs> South American <laughs> Jesus. I would also like to mention that this podcast is not sponsored by that. <laughs> no, it's not. But I did get a three free thing from Mountain yeah, Dew that makes send- it. Zalvin free stuff yeah, He says yeah, our yeah, show I, is sponsored <laughs> Well it's true yeah. uh, It makes an eagle sound Yeah we heard it Yeah if you're a soda out there That has a button bird call Please send it in And we'll be happy to have The knighting The uh, <laughs> the Dr. Pib The Mr. Pib <laughs> nightingale uh, Sound effect Yeah cool uh, Cool dude So I think we spent a lot of time On the opening sequence Let's talk about the rest of the show So as we talked about A little bit earlier Shadow finally lays it down For Mr. Wednesday and is like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? How do you feel about the answers that he got? Well, I mean, obviously, I would have liked a straightforward conversation. I would like the Wednesday to finally be like, okay, here's the thing, man. Okay, you like it? And she's like, and I'm and, an that, and this is the whole show. We're hoping to do like three seasons and on stars, <laughs> and that's it. No, yeah. not that meta. Just say it's great. Ratings I'm haven't God. been that great, but uh, <laughs> streaming, if you add Live Plus 7, it's been pretty good. <laughs> no, and we expect eventually people are going to binge on it later after the season over. Honestly, it's eight episodes, so it's very bingeable. That's what I want media to be saying. I feel like media should just be laying <laughs> yeah. down the, the ratings. I would not be surprised if that happens later on. Pete, by the way, just walked out of the room. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me know if, when you go, want to get back to the discussion. So, yeah, I just felt like, obviously, Wednesday isn't going to give him a straightforward answer, but he got the best that he's going to get out of him. I just think it was weird that it finally took him this long before he had some questions. Yeah. Do you know why they call him Mr. Wednesday? Because Wednesday is hump day, and if you listen to him, you're going to get fucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool. Who are you? American God type man. Uh, All I'm saying is... <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Alex is the god of annoying podcasts. Again, <laughs> Alex doing his Zoom morning crew audition team. Yeah. Whoa. Someday it's going to work. Someday. Uh, I, I mean, I, Mr. Wednesday is a liar. Like, we... That's uh, so uh, exactly. And that's... He's the god of uh, f- uh, flaming flaming pants. The uh, We also learned on the other side of the conversation that uh, Matt Sweeney, talking to Laura, sort of concurrently with this conversation, is saying that he's not your man anymore. He's... He's Mr. Wednesday's man. He's a liar. Uh, so I was unsatisfied with what's happening. Shadow is a pawn. feels like a pawn in this situation. Well, he drank all that mead. I mean, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. Now, I have a question for you guys. Just I feel like I do this all the time, but really just because I'm not as familiar with the Jesus story as you guys are. No, no. So we have no, – this is a serious question. So we have Jesus in the first scene. Uh, he gets shot in the heart. We get the heart wound. Yeah that you see in all the pictures, then Shadow has been attacked by this tree, got poison, and he gets this other wound right there. Isn't that where Jesus' spear wound I is? mean, 
I am not an expert. You, you keep going to me like I'm an expert on, <laughs> on Christianity. Not at all. But yes, I think all of the wounds are So what are you crowned. saying? Shadow Moon is Jesus? I, I'm just trying to figure out if there is some sort of parallel or connection there, which I do think there probably is. And isn't there something about uh, who cleans Jesus's wounds when he's on the cross? Um, is that Mary? A doctor. Oh, a doctor. No, I have no idea. <laughs> it's uh, Mr. Wednesday. Um, I do think that wound does match with, I think it's a spirit. Pete, you're the one who who is religious, right? Why do you guys, do I look like. You, I asked you, you and said, you said. You said earlier I, You podcast. asked me if I believe in God and I said yes. That doesn't so mean So just I'm now tell us who's cleaning up Jesus's spirit holes. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it was Mary. Okay. But not uh, right. it was. So, but that Mary really Magdalena. That. Is that another Mary? <laughs> yeah. Christians. Please grin us up on Twitter uh, with some of these. This is great. This is great because we're doing a podcast about gods and we don't know anything about religion. Uh, I know more about other gods. I feel like I know. Ask me anything about Norse or Greek mythology. I will crush it there. Russian mythology? I will crush it there. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, so anyways, other than wound stuff. Well, so uh, Mr. Wednesday heals him, though. He takes that gross tree poison yep. being thing out of his it's body. the first nice thing he's done for the him. first nice thing he's done. Uh, but I, I like how their relationship is developing. Yep. I'm enjoying watching it because as Mr. Wednesday is a liar, as he is tricking him, you get a sense, though, that he has... He ha- he likes him. He likes Shadow Moon and more than just using him for what he needs. I yeah. think, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it does seem like that. Though he like he manipulates people. Yeah, and could saw be last episode, deal. he'll do whatever. He was doing all this crazy shtick with the cops <laughs> before they all died. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, so then after that happens, they do travel to meet Vulcan, uh, who lives in a town where that they super creepy. cast all of these bullets. Once a year, somebody accidentally, in quotes, falls into a molten pit that turns them into bullets. It's a blood sacrifice. And this is... Beyond the conversation that uh, Mr. Wednesday has with Shadow Moon, the most explicit that they've been in terms of how gods work on this show, yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it sort of paints a twofold picture. It's about worship, but it's also about sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that's interesting. Like, what is the relationship? It seems like it's more powerful if you have a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, the ultimate form of worship is you're giving yourself to your god. So that's why Vulcan is very powerful. The other thing with Vulcan I think is cool is he's an old god who, uh, like I saw his betrayal coming from a mile away because he has become a new god. Yeah. He is, uh, he traded his old god status of being like uh, the fixer. Well, that's what you're saying. He updated. Yeah. Which yeah. I think makes him on the wrong side of Mr. Wednesday's war, which I, we learned by the end of the episode. So he's traded his power of, of to fire uh, and every and equating that with guns, yeah. which I thought was really good and very stressful for modern America. Right. What did you think about that scene when they get to the town and everybody's firing guns into the air and then it starts raining bullets? I love that shit. Yeah. You love that shit? I thought that was so cool. I thought that was a great... There's a... uh, Like a maybe Pace Picante Salsa commercial in the 80s where it was the same kind of thing. All these people in town shooting up and all of a sudden they stop and they go, the bullets! And then it all comes raining down. I was reminded of that right away. I don't think they'd go that high or take that long to fall. I'm just throwing that out there, but I liked it anyway. Also, I wanted somebody to hand Mr. Wednesday a metal umbrella. Ah. I mean, those bullets probably kill people. Right. The terminal velocity. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's like that movie, Terminal Velocity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Keanu Reeves, I want to say. Cool. Yeah, probably. Uh, what else goes on in the town? What else would you guys like uh, to mean, talk about? I mean, the whole, it felt that town was looking very Nazi, very scary to me. Well, you were saying this before we actually turned on the podcast, that you felt like this was the most relevant episode so far. Yes. Uh, I mean, this episode definitely, like, stressed me out in, I've been, like, reading a lot of news and, like, uh, guns have been popping up in the news. Uh, there was not to talk about politics on this, but there's an a, a story uh, about the NRA now offers insurance to people who are uh, carrying a gun f- in case they get sued for shooting someone. And that story was like, oh, that's stressful. That's like beyond just gun rights. And this town is about like the, everyone's carrying a gun. They're shooting their guns into the sky to celebrate something. Like it was. Uh, yeah, it been sucked if you were just like. Everybody left so they wouldn't get shot with bullets. And then the paper boy is like, oh, I'm going to deliver the paper. And all of a sudden just starts raining bullets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Paper boy's probably packing, though, uh, some double, some some big heat. Yeah. I th- I feel like, though, we were talking about, like, it, maybe this is the uh, the politics of our country are very different now than they were, like, six months ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like we were saying that maybe this week is when <laughs> time is creative. Time has caught up with yeah. politics. And this feels very much like a... Hey, check it out. America's intense I've right seen now. a lot of people talk about how, wow, this is such a relevant immigrant story. And I did not feel that until this episode. You know, there's been touches of it. And there's certainly been things like Mr. Nancy's monologue yeah. uh, on the slave ship that just was probably the best uh, depiction breakdown of race in America that I've ever seen on television. But in terms of immigration, which is obviously a really huge issue that people are discussing right now, uh, It hasn't been exactly the same thing. I haven't necessarily grabbed onto it in the same way. It's been there. It's been present. It's talked about it in different ways, but it hasn't felt as pressing as it did this episode. Yeah. And it's probably emphasized by the gun conversation as well. I agree with you. Now, the other big thing that happens is that uh, Mr. Wednesday convinces Vulcan to make him a sword and then uses it to kill Vulcan and gives the sword to Shadow. Now, what I took away from the scene beyond Mr. Wednesday kind of being a badass and kicking into T2 style into some molten lava um, was that he's essentially knighting Shadow yes. in a way. Did That's you guys what I felt take too. that as well? I feel like it's sort of like, you are my warrior now, Yep, which is, feels like what he's been grooming him for, which makes it uh, makes a lot of sense why he needs him to be healed and ready to go into battle for him, and oh, he yeah, gives scary. him his, his sword. Yeah. yeah, I'm very. This episode really made me scared for a lot of different reasons, but uh, mainly for it to be like, okay, uh, Shadow Moon, no longer am I going to be coddling you. Here's your giant sword. You have to start wreaking havoc and turn into an evil robot that does my bidding. Yeah, but I don't think Shadow's going to do that, right? Because even though he has more information now, I don't think he is totally Mr. Wednesday's man, and I don't yeah, think he do, knows where he wants to be yet. Uh, yeah, but I also think that, like, Mr. Wednesday has some kind of control over him that we don't know about yet that's going to come to light, I feel like. Yeah. Let's talk about the other plot line in the episode. Laura... Well, before we go there, oh, yeah. is Vulcan dead? Yeah. I think probably as dead as a god can be, He's right? He's a very powerful yeah, god. He's yeah, one of the most powerful gods we've seen. And then thrown into the bullets. And but, he was, well, turned, he was time, turned into bullets. No, but also cursed, which was my favorite part. Mr. Wednesday. Mr. Wednesday cursing the bullets. So that means it's reversing what it does. Instead of people being like, yes, I'm praising my lord. Anyone who uses the bullets will probably die. 
Interesting. I don't know. I didn't even think that's of that. what that means that's so much. As, what that means. But didn't he just pee Once, on it? Yeah, yeah he, he cursed, peed on he it. Cursed it though. He I think it's. I think it's more about if you mumble stuff them, while you're peeing. That's a curse. If you're if you're a god, yeah. Oh shit! I curse a lot of things at like 3 a.m. on Saturday <laughs> nights. <laughs> Let's talk about the other plot line then. Sure. So Laura ends up teaming up with Mad Sweeney, which I thought was great. Totally unexpected, given yeah. that he's wanted to pull the coin out of her. And they decide, all right, we're going to find out. We're going to find uh, a man who can bring you back to life so I can get my coin back. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, totally not in the book, they end up teaming up with the cab driver who got the cab from the gin a couple yeah, of episodes back. Yeah, that was awesome. Good that stuff. was great. Completely unexpected. When he I was thought. like, can you please stop robbing my cab? That was awesome. Yeah. That was really nice. What'd you guys think about that? I love the combo. They make a good team. Uh, we get... It's such an interesting combination of people. Matt Squeenie's just in it for the coin. Laura, uh, like we were saying, doesn't... Seems like she doesn't quite know what she wants to do. And then um, Salim is chasing the the. Gin. Yeah, uh, we chasing get some, his love. We get some nice uh, prayer stuff. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was a that was a beautiful shot. The particularly, yeah. Let's talk about that last shot. So they end where uh, Salim is uh, bowing to Mecca. I guess again, I'm not totally familiar with Islam, <laughs> but uh, he's bowing towards the sun. And he's praying, and it's beautiful, beautiful shots. Yeah. The thing that's so interesting is all of them end up talking about how wonderful life is. Mad Sweetie doesn't seem like he necessarily agrees. He spits on the ground. But Laura clearly is feeling like that. But as she is feeling like that and saying how wonderful life is, a fly buzzes around her head because she's still dead. And I mm-hmm. thought that was just such an interesting way of ending the episode. Rather yeah. than this hopeful note, it still has this note of darkness of, no, no, she's still rotting from the inside out. Yeah. yeah, but it was nice and very powerful way to end the episode. I thought it was a really well done shot, and it was a different tone than what we're used to seeing. And I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, te- technically, we're all in Laura's. We're all dying yep. all the time. So that's why I eat oh, a different Jesus. coin every day. Use Bitcoin every day. I eat a different coin every oh, day. That's smart, man. That's smart. <laughs> you should just use Bitcoin. You think that does the same thing? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, I'm really curious to see where this goes. I'm excited about this triptych, if you will, Ooh. traveling together. Um, I so- think this episode did a, a great job of like really setting things up for what's to come. Uh, I made me very nervous about what's going to happen next. Yeah. All right. Why don't we move on then to our next section, which is Godmail or Gmail, if you will. These are questions it's, that you guys. That's part of the show where Alex gives a little smirk to himself. I uh, just really enjoy it. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. You don't have to. The whole. Let. Christians, let us know what you think on Twitter about <laughs> Alex's Mountain Dew SA Eagle button. Yep. So you can send us questions or comments about the show if you want, uh, either our podcast or the actual show American Gods at Comic Book Live on Twitter or Comic Book Club Live at gmail.com. We've got a couple of questions on Twitter today. Um, hmm, I wonder if we should go to this one. We'll leave it for last. We'll see where we get to. Josh Golden says, uh, what would a Lucky Charms commercial be like if the Lucky Charms leprechaun was replaced with Mad Sweeney? Oh, that Ooh, would be great. Awesome. great question. Yeah. Great question. Uh, what do you think, Pete? You, you like Mad Sweeney <laughs> and Lucky Charms, as we've already uh, established on this very show. Yes, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Lucky Charms. Um, yeah, I would just think it would be a darker, darker commercial 
but it would still have the same great taste of Lucky Charms. So it, wouldn't it can't be, be pink, that bad. It wouldn't be Pink Stars and Purple Horseshoes. It would be uh, Whiskey Shots. And, oh, you think uh, they would change up all the marshmallows? <laughs> yeah, it'd be different marshmallows. The flavors yeah. would be cool. It'd be yeah, like gold uh, coins. Yeah. Green crocodiles. Yeah. Flavored, uh, yeah. Oh man. man, the Jaeger Jaeger Purple Horseshoe. Yeah. Oh, real quick, just take a step back. It was nice to see the Crocodile Bar again. I know. Just going to throw that yes. out there. I was yeah, surprised. Right. I feel like they were like, that set's pretty cool. Let's just have them go there. Yep. yep. That's definitely where I felt like, we're watching a TV show with a budget, you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he'd probably be like, they're after me gold coins instead of they're after me lucky charms, but we'd have to see. Ben Brown says, a first shadow rejected Laura, then the coin situation was fully explained. Is everything coming up Pete? Yeah. And then he has a gif of everything's coming up Millhouse from the hit television show. Show, the Simpsons. Oh, I've yes. never thought of Pete as the Millhouse of my life, but nope. he is. What? Whoa, are you the Bart? Fuck you, huh? man. I'm not saying I'm the Bart. I'm just saying Pete's definitely the Millhouse. Uh, wait, <laughs> who are you then? Uh, I guess that would make me I, Bart. No. Let's see. We got Bart, Millhouse, and Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying that because we both wear glasses. Me and That's a couple of Millhouses hanging out. I don't know. If anything, I'm the Lisa. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> wow. How much what a braggy you choice that oh is. Oh my god, man. I'm just saying, when you're a Lisa, you know you're a Lisa. So, is everything coming up, Pete? That's the big question, Pete. Is everything coming up, Pete? Oh yeah, it definitely is. Uh, yeah. I mean, and I be honest ju- about your life right now. Yeah, be honest about your life. And by the way, <laughs> eat my shorts or <laughs> peep my shorts. Yeah, I just think that. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we are, things got explained. We also got in this episode Wednesday, um, you know, trying to explain himself, which I wanted. So I was happy about that. But hopefully we get more. And, uh, yeah, thank you for saying that. It's awfully nice of you. Well, Pete, would you like to make another prediction or, or ask out into the universe for the show to see, to prove if everything is truly coming up, Pete? All right. Uh, the next episode, then would have to we would have to finally see this war that we keep talking about. Like, okay. oh, that's a bit, I feel like that's a bit not of a non-starter there. But <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean that's going to be the end. You of guys the asked me the question, and then I said it, and you both were like, "Oh, well, that's just dumb. by dramatic <laughs> structure." That's not going to happen in the second to last episode. Yeah, and also, well, maybe it could. Don't have a cow, man. Just wait and see what happens. Yeah. Don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm a little hesitant to read this one because this is this is our third question, our last question or uh, statement, I guess. And it's a bit of a spoiler. I mean, I just I showed this to, to you, Justin, you while while Pete was talking. What do you think? Should I don't we, think you have to set up as a spoiler. It's just a theory. Oh, all right, that's fair. Uh, well, Pete, let me ask you this: uh, Do you have any theories about Mr. Wednesday at this point? No, I don't know who he is. I'm, I'm dying to know. No, let me ask you, though. Do you think he's, uh, is he a god or is he just a guy? <laughs> no, he's probably the devil. The devil, you think? The devil, you say? Yeah. Uh, cool. Here. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bleep out parts of this, okay? So no, this, this is, is from Adam Mann. Be- and if you really want to know, check out our Twitter feed. Adam Mann tweeted this at us. Uh, so he says, because of the newest American Gods episode, I believe Mr. Wednesday is. He can talk to. R. <laughs> Too many. How 
long is this? Birds. Uh, great. I think Wait, you maybe talk to birds. I think you maybe over bleeped that. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Did I? I just wanted to leave out anything that potentially Did I miss could that be a part. Did I miss the part where he was talking to the birds in last week's yeah, episode? Yeah, last week's episode, a bird knocks on his door and talks to him, and he oh, talks to the bird. That's right. So what do you think? Do you think that's a clue, or do you think he's just cuckoo bananas? <laughs> no, that's definitely a clue. Or do you think the bird's just a cool bird who knows how to knock on doors? Well, birds are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing truer has ever been yeah. said on All this right. podcast. Well, here's what I'd say is I think, Adam, you're definitely on the right track there. Uh, and yeah. good, good guesses. Great guess. I mean, I just wish there was some sort of clue in his name, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, but I guess we'll never know. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for your Gmail. Let's move on to our next section, which is God of the Week. Who yeah. Who is the God of the Week? Justin, you didn't get to be here last week. So uh, what is your God of the Week this week? Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> what gods do we have? We had uh, we had Jesus, obviously. <laughs> sure. Great Jesus. God. Great God. <laughs> Great God uh, who Pete believes in. Uh, we had um, we had uh, Mr. Wednesday, whoever sure. he may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Mad Sweeney's Leprechaun. Yeah, the We're vul- counting it. The Vultramite or whatever. Uh, we have uh, Vulcan. Vulcan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we had, uh, I guess that's about it. Yeah. Uh, so who, who you're going for? Oof, not a great mu- bunch of gods there. You know what I'm going to believe in? My god of the week is Laura. Oh, wow. Oh, you think she's Ooh. a god? I think she Ooh. would be revered as a god. Uh, I mean, it didn't t- Jesus just came back to life. And he was worshipped. She did the same thing. So oh, gave is her that a chance. all he did? Is that all he did? <laughs> There's some other stuff about, oh, like, man. ferns don't, or whatever. Don't forget about the Easter candy. I mean, oh, that was did a big he part do of... Between Two Ferns? Is that where <laughs> I know him from? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I, I can't believe Galifianakis where I, got him. Uh, where do I know him from, you know? I, I'm going to say uh, Wednesday, just because of how he uh, beheads. And uh, that was my favorite part of the uh, episode. Oh, nice. I, I took I st- out the evil bullet god. I still can't decide whether he's a god or not, since I don't even think he necessarily knows. But uh, the jinn, uh, oh, nice. yes. what's his name? Uh, S- Salim. Salim. Yes. Uh, it was just so nice to see him back, and mm-hmm. I like his character so much, and his always almost crying, watery eyes. Yeah, yeah he is very much. Uh, yeah, but he's great. Right he's such edge. an emotional character, and I'm so glad we're going to get to see more of that story. Very happy about it. All right, guys, if you want to support the show and the other shows that we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every single Tuesday night in New York that's totally free. You can check out the information on our website. What else do we want to plug? Pete? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about all the guests we have coming up on our show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for the podcast and more. And always remember, Pete is covered with ads. Pete is covered with ads. Everyone can have their own personal Jesus. Oh, that was Pete this time. Pete did the eagle. Do the do.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.